voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in-up and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 688. And you didn't get me this week, Bernie. I wondered what that sound was <laughs> last week. You didn't get me this week. So, I did last week, though. But you did. You did. Uh, you got me, but that's all right. Now you've got something else to think about this week. So, you yeah, know, don't I'll bother me quite as much. Uh, I. I I threw Shelly in there just to make you feel good for a few minutes, you know what I mean? So, anyway, we are here, and Jeff has got a lot to tell us, so we'll let Jeff set the lineup for us. Oh, uh, thank you very much, Bill. I'll do the best I can here. Well, first of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' color and format changes, and this week, Bill Sparks has picked a really good feature. I really like this radio station. It's New Orleans, Louisiana. It's radio station. Oh, I forgot the station. <laughs> With WNOE. Stewart, WNOE from 1972, WNOE, October yeah. of 1972. My classic ad check is something just a bit different. And we have to go back to the origins of FM radio when FM radio separated from its AM components. And we're going to hear Dave Herman on the Monconi Experience heard on radio station WMMR-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And finally, oh, right. we're traveling to Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, they say what stays in Vegas stays in Vegas, but not this time. It's coming to All Things Radio. We're going to hear Sean and Amy on radio station KVGS-FM. All in all, a very busy show this week. Well, I think so. But really, the secret behind me doing one of your early rock stations is I'm really subconsciously trying to take part of your job. No, oh, that's, that's all I could find at the moment. Yeah. Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. I was just trying to find something and it didn't work as I expected anyway. But we got it and we'll be on that. And before we go into the news, Bernie, finally, finally we get just a little bit of radio news last Friday from Indy, you're aware of the sports, the changes at the fan. They're minor, but we'll yeah, they see. Are minor. Um, yeah, but that's okay. Jake Query is doing noon to three, right? Right. He is doing noon to three. He's going to look for a partner, and I don't know what the big deal is, but they can't seem to find the right person or whatever. So Jake's going from mornings till noon and then they're going to bring in a guy from ESPN Louisville named Andy Sweeney sounds pretty good he's been there 13 years and he's going I've to heard him. pair up I've with heard him yeah, Kevin he Bowen did. to do the morning show from 7 to 10 I don't know why they do an hour of 
ESP, and that's kind of a waste of time. But I'd go six to ten if it were me. Yeah, I just you know I don't. I don't it would have got you, and people don't want to get yeah. up that early. Yeah. Well, that's why. Unfortunately, they're not getting up early for the morning <laughs> show anyway. Um, they were at their low. A lot of sports stations have morning shows that start at seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because like all the, the sports people are all right. the sports people are out drinking all night. The night before, <laughs> and they don't have, they don't want to get up. Yeah, I don't blame them. And yeah. I think, and I think ESPN, especially the ESPN affiliates, they want them to run at least an hour or two of whatever morning show they decide to put on there in the morning, but I don't know. But, uh. They don't know it. They switch every year. But anyway, that is a little bit of a shake-up. Yeah, I, I could yeah. see somebody, in, he just got a good job, so he probably won't come, and that's Derek Schultz, who used to partner with Jake Query. And, yes. you know, you may not, and I don't know if you know Jake personally, Bernie, but he does a lot for the community and a lot of people Jake does behind the scenes. He's also at the... You know, and I don't think I knew that until recently because, um, I mean, I've talked to people who have a little trouble working with him on the air, but, uh, yeah, he apparently is just an incredible guy, and I don't really know him. But... I could see why they might have some problems because he's, you know, he's he's his own island. I mean, he's he's yeah. very very smart, yeah. very very good, very caring, very good. But he might be talking about this, and you're talking about that, and um, so I think we'll see how this does. But I think. It'll bring a little bit of. It'll bring something to that morning team that's kind of been kind of missing since Jeff left. Jeff Reichert left in 2020, yes. and I think that's part of what it is. But Jake's going to do all right, you know, for yeah, himself. He'll be fine. And they will get another partner for him, but until. They get that signal fixed or do something to get that. I just, it just blows my mind that they think two translators can really do substantial. I mean, like the Pacers or somebody. I wouldn't want my signal on that week of, I mean, it's okay. It comes in. I know. I wouldn't either. I, I agree. You can get it in your house, I'm sure. But if you went to an office downtown, you'd be hard-pressed to get 107.5 or 93.5. I listen to the Pacers on Sirius XM. Right. And, you know, I don't even... You know, you don't, you don't even set go. You just go to Sirius XM, but... Yeah, exactly. Is it just me? And maybe these guys can chime in real quick. But I don't think Sirius XM sounds that good on some sports and or music. It maybe it's the device I'm using. I think it sounds better on the A device that I use than on the radio on the XM radio that I have. But that now, in all fairness, the radio that I have is like 
almost 15, 16 years old, too, so that might tell you something. But I think the A device, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, mine does. Um, yeah, we've got an A device called the Studio. By their, they're on sale right now, I think about 40% off. So if you're ever interested in those kind of devices, they have an outstanding sound to them. And, so, and the streaming with, with Sirius XM works great on it. And once you get your device linked and all that, the streaming actually works really well. And, you know, another thing, Bill, the app, the Sirius XM app is a lot better than it used to be. It used to be really difficult back yeah. in the old days. Now it, 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 it's, it's a lot user better. Friendly. It's user-friendly. It really oh, I, is. I, I use that Sirius app, and I airplay the audio to my Sonos or a lot of times, and it does work quite well. See, now I'm not, after I've been this last year with that Rome or whatever it was I suggested to Bernie. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a real big fan of the Rome. But, of course, I have the Sonos that aren't being made anymore. I have the Play 5s, which, uh, which, which you, can't, you can't buy. Well, you can still buy them used, but that's, the, that's what I have. Yeah. And before we go to the news real quick, I just switched... And I've tried this out for a month. It's MLB.TV or MLB.TV or whatever it's called. It's kind of nice to hear a a baseball game, some of them in stereo. They sound pretty good. Um, I don't know why. And the the TV, for those who who have it, the TV gives you, you can do the video and the audio of the game. Now, the, the... Game Bay Audio, which is much cheaper than the TV. Right. You only get the audio, obviously, but the TV you can watch. You can watch the game that way. And Jeff, did you want me to talk a little bit about my thoughts on last week's feature? Yeah, yeah, because I I wanted to ask you about it. So I'll I'll just say that last week we did a station WBUS FM in uh, State College, Pennsylvania. And I said, I said, you know, I thought it was a pretty good sounding station. They did a lot of content. They played a lot of classic rock, but they had a wide variety of classic rock that you don't hear a lot. And I said, little did I realize that, that when I said it, and I asked Sean to talk about it, that he actually was going to listen to it. So go ahead, Sean. Well, yeah, I listened. I listened to that feature, of course, but I also listened throughout the weekend. And I listened. I checked out that guy the next day, and I'll tell you, he. I'm really impressed with him. I mean, most classic rock stations you hear, you hear a certain amount of artists, but you hear one, two, or three songs by him. And, I mean, he had some deep cuts. I mean, 70s, 80s, 90s. You don't hear Stone Temple Pilots on classic rock stations as much. I know mixed in with the Led Zeppelin. You kind of hear them. I mean, you hear them some, but they went, I mean, they went pretty deep into some albums, songs that were played on the radio, but they weren't. It wasn't just, I mean, they don't get played now, but they played songs that were played back then, and that, I mean, that impressed me. I was like, they're, they have a pretty, I mean, they're allowed to have a deep library, which I was like, i, I got to hear more of this station. So I, I listened this weekend, yeah. What I was impressed with them is also that they also played lots of familiar music, so it wasn't going to turn, turn, off, turn yeah. off the listeners by playing a lot of obscure stuff that they wouldn't know. It no. was a very good and mix. Saw- and these songs weren't obscure. These songs weren't necessarily obscure because back then on album rock radio they were played a lot, so they weren't they weren't obscure songs. Just they don't get as much airplay because you know now. But so they weren't obscure back then. So the people 
that were listening back then would still know them. They weren't playing like deep, deep album cuts that didn't get played on the radio. They were playing the ones that, like, you know, I've heard, I mean, they were playing uh, not on the demo, but they went into Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, and Mr. Brownstone got played a lot on rock radio back in 1987. But if you go to classic rock radio stations now, you always hear Welcome to the Jungle and Sweet Child of Mine. Those off that album. Those are the only two That's you ever right, hear. Yeah. That's yeah. a big example. Yeah. 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 Well, so Sean, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad a, you liked it. Go ahead, Bernie. Go ahead, Bernie. Sorry. I have a, a quick change of subject. Uh, uh, JMV, the guy who does the takeover on Saturday nights, uh, came up to me today at the station. He goes, hey, I, I think I owe Sean an apology. <laughs> yeah. And I go, well, what happened? He goes, he requested a song last weekend and I didn't play it. I just, I spaced it. He goes, I, was, I had so many requests and I didn't get around to it. So, <laughs> well, so I, I, no, it's I no big terrible. deal. And and uh, my wife was standing there. She goes, "Well, he'll probably talk to Sean tonight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm, it's telling us it's no big deal. I understand. No, he no, was I busy. To feel bad. Oh, yeah. okay. no, no. I, I told him no big deal, and he was worried. He goes, "Wait, can I play that one on the radio?" Because it was it was an LL Cool J song that can't live without my radio. And he, was, I said, "Oh no, that's a clean song. You can play it." I told him, and then he got so busy. I know because a lot of people were calling and. You know, I'm not mad at him. I'll still call him and request another one for him. <laughs> so he can ignore me again. He's no. a lot of fun. He is. He is. He is off the air. Off the air, he is exactly the way he is off the air. And because of that, I've started, I've listened some to his afternoon show just to hear him. And he seems, yeah. I mean, he has fun on that also. I mean, it seems oh, like yeah. a, he seems like a real genuinely nice guy. He yeah. is. Yeah. He's exactly what you yeah. see is what you get kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he seems like okay. a nice guy, and he is, and he's worked hard to get where he's at. And there are some yep. people, and and Bernie and Jeff will back this up. I think there are some people on the radio who pretend to be what they're not, and off oh, the air, absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you, there are, there are people who sound so nice on the air, and I've met them over yep. the years, and and they oh. are they are not oh, what yeah. they, they are not what they are. So. Uh, it, it is a funny business, but then again, a lot of there are a lot of people. But I, but I found more nice people on the radio that I've met over the years than non than people who weren't. But there are those. And some who, people. Uh, that, go ahead. Some people that come across like jerks on the radio, and they you meet them, and they're like the nicest person ever. They come oh, across exactly. like exactly. Totally, well, it's like I watch pro wrestling, and usually the bad guys are some of the nicest guys in wrestling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't we do some radio news, Sean? Yeah, so we, can, we got uh, radio good idea. news. Oh, is that what we're here for? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's award-winning news in case you've forgotten since last week. So, yeah. let's go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. WFAN extends its contract to carry New York Giants football. Changes are made at the Fed in Indianapolis, Indiana. And a new sports radio station is coming to Detroit, Michigan. We have lots of news on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Media Ratings. It was a very busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and sports makes news. In New York City, radio station WFAN, AM and FM, owned and operated by Odyssey, have signed a long-term contract to continue carrying New York Giants football. The deal also includes a Saturday 
morning show hosted by John Schmelk and a daily New York Giants update. The Giants announcers Bob Papa and Carl Banks will continue broadcasting the games as well. The fan in Indianapolis, Indiana will also be making changes as well. Andy Sweeney will be coming to the fan from Louisville, Kentucky as morning co-host. We'll be working with Kevin Bowen. The show will air Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. Jake Query, who is handling mornings with Kevin Bowen, is now moving to middays. He'll air Monday through Friday from noon to 3. John Michael Vincent will continue airing Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. ESPN Radio will air Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till noon and during the nighttime as well. In Detroit, Michigan, radio station WFDF AM is also making changes, dropping their Black Talk format in favor of ESPN Radio. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. There's an opening for a new morning host at radio station WBIG-FM in Washington, D.C. When Don Geronimo made sexist remarks about a TV sports anchor, he was summarily fired from the radio station. The folks at WBIG-FM are looking for a morning host who knows classic rock and also knows something about sports. Beasley Media is also making news. They've just sold radio station WJBRFM, transmitting on a frequency of 99.5 to VCY America. VCY America programs a Christian format. Sale price for the radio station is $5 million. In other news, Odyssey and American Public Media have agreed to end the distribution of APM podcasts on Odyssey. APM says that advertising just wasn't there, and Odyssey says it was an onerous arrangement. Now let's move to Washington, D.C., where radio station WTOP has appointed three news directors. AM Morning News Director is Monique Kays. She's been working for the radio station for the last two years as assignment editor. Bill McFarlane has been appointed as PM News Director. He comes to this radio station after working as a news director for NBC News in Boston, Massachusetts, and he also did some work at radio station WABC AM as well. And finally, John Guyon has been appointed as Digital News Director. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with its all-news operation. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WASH-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WBUR-FM with a news talk format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one ranked radio station is KKWF-FM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is KJEB-FM with a classic its format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida, the number one-ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with a Spanish format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one-ranked radio station is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is KJ. ZZFM with a news talk format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KESZFM programming an adult contemporary format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rec radio station is WKQIFM with a pop CHR format. The number two rec radio station is WMXDFM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WXYTFM 
with its all-sports format. In the market that serves St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the number one-ranked radio station is KTIS-FM with the Christian CHR format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with the hot adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three-ranked radio station serving Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota is KQQL-FM programming a classic hits format. In the Tampa, St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one-ranked radio station is WDUV-FM programming an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WFUS FM with the country format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WCIE FM with the Christian CHR format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is KQMT FM with the classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is KXKL FM with the classic hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Denver, Colorado is KYGO FM with the country format. Now let's move to San Diego, California. The number one rank radio station is KXSN FM with the classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is XHRM FM with the rhythmic adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in San Diego, California is KFBG FM with a variety of its formats. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rank radio station is WERQ FM with an urban format. The number two rank radio station is WQSR FM with an adult hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WLIF FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is WARH FM with an adult hits format. The number two rank radio station is KSHG FM with a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLOU FM programming a classic hits format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Media Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top two commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Wendy's, followed by ZipRecruiter. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem, Bill. I, I, I'm sorry about the media where the, I normally give three or four advertisers, but unfortunately the, the publication that I normally use was not publishing it, and I had to get it from another publication, which charges about $300 a, a year to do, and I haven't paid that bill. I don't pay for that publication, so I can only read the first part of the article. So I did the best I could with that. With your money, that's not a problem. No, that's not a problem. No. Yeah. As long as someone else doesn't, doesn't spend it, just me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go into it. <laughs> Sorry. I right. think Gary's got his hand raised. Yeah, he, he was he was muted. I just unmuted oh, him. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I just unmuted during the seat. I mean, I mute during the features. So. Oh, okay. So, does anybody have any comments about the radio news? Nothing oh, really this big. Is I mean, no, it was not a big, big. I mean, Go ahead, man. Go, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, where is that WFDF? What are they on the dial? Do you know? I believe it's 9. nine if I'm not saying it's 910. Yes, Gary, you, you, yeah. you can take over my news. You, you and I read the same because we, we talk <laughs> about this stuff the all the time. Article. I read the same article you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all read the same stuff. I mean, y'all could, like, switch out, you know? <laughs> no. That's true. <laughs> anyway, Boy, it shows how desperate. I don't know. And he, and he probably knows more about Texas radio than I'll ever know, but uh, but because uh, I know that uh, he yeah, does. Taught me a lot. Taught me a lot yeah, about Texas living, radio. 
But, I lived in six different yeah. places in the state. So. <laughs> I will tell you that um, it speaks for ESPN when a station like that, no offense, but minor on the dial in Detroit's going to ESPN. I mean... Yep. And of course, you know what? And of course, you realize, Bill, that really ESPN is concerned. They, they're not really concerned about how many listeners listen to that station. They're concerned about running those spots, and that's how they that that's what and that's what that station is looking at too. They're looking yeah, at they getting paid for the spots, right? That they just want they just want a station to clear the spots. So, because they don't do very well in New York City as well. We got uh, we've got ESPN on ten fifty, which is WEPN AM, but the, the FM is ESPN. But most of most of the time, it's uh, has local programming. Yeah. Uh, also, I checked out the other night. Now, I won't talk too much about it because on Vice, they did a two-part special. It's one of their shows called Dark Side of the 2000s. And it was kind of a, a look at shock radio, the rise and fall of it. They focused mostly on Howard Stern, but they did go into IMS. They went into Man Cow. They went into Opie and Anthony and their destruction and Stern go. And they covered the Janet Jackson situation, which kind of killed, but... It's a two-part special. If anybody ever wants to check it out, uh, look up. They rerun it a lot on the weekends. A lot of those dark side of the two thousand specials and those dark side specials. So, but it in it all the. I mean, they went back to CERN at DC one hundred and one, and they they covered him. Uh, you know, the whole funeral of Mark and Brian, and then Man Cow running him. Well, Man Cow taking credit for running him out of Chicago when he made that, and they covered the John D. Uh, his wife and that the suicide after he had her on the show on K Rock. I mean, it was a pretty interesting deal. And you know what's um, funny about how it's really- is, is, is as much as he has been a shock jock. Uh, he, I have HBO Max, and he did an interview with Bruce Springsteen, and I I have never heard a better sounding interview. He really well, did and- a really professional job interviewing Springsteen. Even my sister, who says she can't stand listening to the radio show, said the same thing. It was yeah. really well done. They covered that, how the guy said he went from shock radio to now kind of making amends with the with the celebrities and everything. I did not realize Jackie the Joke Man and Stuttering John Melendez cannot, they didn't have too many nice things to say, say about him, about him on the, but you have to watch that and get it. So they re-show him a lot. So I would recommend watching it because it, it covers the whole history from the 80s all the way up to basically to now. What is it on? It's on a channel called Vice. It's on Vice, and they it's the show's called Dark Side of the Two Thousands, and because they start they do all these dark side shows like that, Dark Side of the Ring for wrestling, Dark Side of Comedy, Dark Side of Football, and so this is Dark Side of the Two Thousands. They rerun them a lot, like I said on Saturday and Sunday afternoons when we're supposed to be listening to Bernie on his on B one hundred five seven. But you can oh, you can do, do both, both, I guess. It's okay. Yeah, you yeah, can do both. It's a song yeah. you don't like. Yeah. DVR down the. Uh... The yeah, audio, yeah, just where you can barely yeah. hear it, so you know when his break's coming but, up. Yeah, but it aired on Tuesday night, the first airing, and it was a because normally they're one hour episodes, but this they did it in two parts at, at nine and ten o'clock. So, but yeah, I recommend anybody interested in like you know every town had their shock jocks and they were all trying to be stern. So I recommend watching it. It's pretty interesting. All right, very good, Sean. Very good. Why don't we uh, do this? Uh, get Jennifer out of the way because uh, she's calling me saying I want I want my time on the air. Her fans well, are writing. Well, I'm not sure they are. Um, wait a minute, I'm looking they for her. Hold on, just a second. There. 
There we go. Uh oh, we're looking for because all she does is talk about producer Perry. So, yeah. what can yeah. I tell you? She's playing our dice roll games right now. Yeah, she's probably is playing games or something. Probably is, but now she's going to do call letter and format changes. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 17th. KLRK FM 91.9 Great Bend, Kansas changes calls to KJLV FM. KTJK FM 101.7 Holly, Texas changes calls to KKHR FM KKHR FM 106.3 Abilene, Texas changes calls to KTJK FM KJLV FM 97.7 Los Altos, California changes calls to KWAI FM KGSM FM 94.3 St. Mary's, Alaska signs on with religious teaching KSCM FM 94.3 Scammon Bay Alaska signs on with religious teaching WSLM AM 1220 Salem Indiana changes format from silent to news talk WLGK AM 900 Louisville Kentucky changes calls to WFIA AM WFIA FM 94.7 New Albany, Indiana changes calls to WLGK FM WDRQ FM 93.1 Detroit, Michigan changes calls to WUFL FM KHAD FM 104.5 Upton, Wyoming changes calls to KWBB FM those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. You ever noticed when Jennifer is in Florida, her braille display is so silent compared to the one in Indiana? I finally just listened to that. I could hear those clicker clacks of her keys before, and you don't hear that now. With the Braille display here in Florida. That's because I have nothing better to do. You know what I mean? That I tune into those those type of things. So You like you better than Perry, then you wouldn't notice it. That's that's true. That's that's very, 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 very true. But she'll say something about producer Perry when I'm when I'm done here tonight, so you never know. Yeah. See, I'm so, making producer Perry work by unmuting me. And all Perry, that. well, I was Perry. Well, you're, you're, you've been you've been elevated. So we'll have to raise the height of your chair since we can't give you a pay raise. Yeah, <laughs> Perry's not even responding. No, he's not. He's probably he might be eating. <laughs> might be eating or doing. Yeah, he might be having dinner. We want we don't want to get him in trouble with his wife. Yeah, but it's all in fun. In trouble with his wife. It's all in fun. Yeah. <laughs> At our age, all we can do is talk. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, anyway, I think we better get back to radio here. Yeah, I think so. I think we better get back to radio and keep it on the straight and narrow. Well, I'm, so, I'm looking forward to this next feature because I was one of my uh, early childhood rock and roll stations. Well, there you go. Uh, what frequency were they? 1060, right? 1060. Yeah, fact, you know, we are remember them. We went to Panama City Beach. Yeah, were they a daytime station at one time? No, they they were uh, no. They, I think they had ten day and five at night. And when Hurricane Betsy hit, they were on their day pattern, which I thought this is great. Me as a little thirteen year old kid, you know, and they're splattering <laughs> over KRLD, and you know, they're just doing regular format uh, with you know reports, and then they go away when I think their tower got knocked down or something and they were a week for a few weeks took them a few weeks to get rebuilt uh, well you bring back some memories of Hurricane Betsy that was quite a while ago what are they now what are they now Gary what's their format now Uh, I think 1060 has gone away I think oh it's gone I think so I think so because when I lived in Louisiana I, in '81, they had, they had gone country and they called themselves Country Ten. Yeah. Because I got them, I got them strong in the daytime because I was only 140 miles yeah. from. I, I was in Lafayette, so I got them. A few them. years ago, they were they were WLNO for a while. I think they were Urban Gospel, maybe, and I think they just went dark. They just finally four years ago. Hey, one of the call letters Jennifer mentioned was a place I visited when I was seventeen. I never forget it. WSLM in Salem. We did one of one of the features we on that station. Um, was it was that did. the guy with, with the with the, uh, the older guy who was running that radio yeah. station? Bill, we, we well, yeah, yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he was old, all right. He was old. He was like ninety then. And they've been off the air for a while. I don't know if storm damage or flooding or what, but they're back on the air. They sound just as bad, probably. (laughs) That's good. um, I mean, that's that's tradition. they got to sound bad. Now, Bernie, could you uh, you be more specific? Inquiring minds want to know. Never mind. They even (laughs) knew they sounded bad. They were just awful. They were awful. They knew it. It was a joke. I mean, when they would do their IDs or... Whatever, you used to have a powerhouse on AM, 5,000 watts, and you could get them in Indy because I used to listen to them at the blind school. And I remember I got to go there. And by then they had the 50,000-watt FM station at 98.9, which they have since sold several years ago to... Oh, well, yeah. Back then yeah, it was, was Clear good, Channel. That was a good sell for them, actually. Yeah, they was sold it to... Well, it was Clear Channel at the time, and now, of course, it's iHeart, but they that station's cool. been a lot of formats. But in Louisville, that WFIA call letter has been around and around. It used to be yes, that 900 frequency. I know it's probably still gospel. It was gospel back then. I think it's owned by Salem, and it's either gospel or some kind of... A, gospel talk or conservative talk or <laughs> whatever the word whatever the word whatever by the way i have to tell you something bernie i i found an air check uh and I'll, i haven't i won't i'll i'll hold off on playing it of 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 uh, bill shirk on wxlw from 1973 and and 
Did, did you ever have a DJ? I don't know why, but I really like listening to him. I don't know what it is about him, but he really just, just I, I really enjoy listening to his shows. I, he's, I, I just, he's magnetic. He really is. He's, is it, know, does he have that kind of a personality as well? Because he just he just comes over so Oh, he crazy. really does. He, well, he's quite, I, I mean, and this isn't a bad thing, but he's quite <laughs> full of himself. You know, he really is. You know. So. And, but it's kind of cool. You know. Now, when you work, did you work for him in Muncie at WERK? Or was, yeah. I didn't know if you, if, if he owned that station or if you worked for him. So when it was uh, time for He did own it, and, and then finally he sold it before I left. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think he would have probably ever, do you think he would have ever let you go? Um, we, we had a great relationship and, and he, he's one of those guys though. He's pretty fair. If, if you do something he doesn't like, yeah, he'll let you go. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Um, but, but at least you know where you but, stand. Yeah. The, the funny thing, I may have told this story before. I'm sure if I did, I'll include it. Somebody else. tell you. He, at one time when I was, I used to hang out at WXLW and he, when he ran that station all the time. And they actually would come over and pick me up at the School for the Blind and take me over there for the afternoon. Oh. And then they would bring me back. And uh, one day I'm over there and talking to Bill and I said, so, um, you know, I, I, I like to, to do stuff for you and to help you out and do, do the voices and stuff that I do. And um, Do you think I'll ever get paid for that? <laughs> he paused for a second. He paused for a second. He goes, "Bernie, there's plenty of bread to be made in this business, and you're going to make your share." And that's all he said. And, and he knew me well enough to know that he pacified me. I mean, I wasn't going to go. Yeah, but Bill, I'm not making it now. Can I? And, and as a matter and of fact, just, oh. and as a matter of fact, Bernie, we played an air check quite a while ago of you doing the voice of. Uh, Oh, who was it? Cheech. Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin. Yeah. And you yeah, did that yeah. voice. And I and I didn't know it was, I really thought it was Cheech Marin when I first heard because your imitation was so good. And I and you said to, at the show at that time, he says, well, you guys probably don't realize, but that was my voice. So I do I do remember that for you quite well. <laughs> I remember that. I was about to ask you about that. Yeah. I was about to ask you about that, Bert. <laughs> I thought we did. Well, see, the, the thing is, I knew that, that Bill Shirk would want something like that. So I... I called over one day and I said, uh, Bill, I'd, I'd kind of like to do some voice work for your station. And he goes, why should I let you do voice work for my station? And I paused for a second. I go, because you need me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you got to play the game, Bill Ray. <laughs> and that, that won him over right there. So, you know. But, uh, yeah, when he said that thing about you're going to make your share, I'm like, okay, that shut me up. I guess I'm not. But I'm you know what? But at least he was, at least he was at least he was honest with you, Bernie. <laughs> well, no, he was he was being very diplomatic and saying, "No, I'm not going to pay you anything to work here at WSW." Yeah. That's what he was saying. That's true. But yeah. but I think I think I've made my share. Well, yeah. And you've done you've done very well. So, how about if we go yeah. to the? I want to go to the. I've never been to the Big Easy though. I've had beignets and I've had and, all kinds of jambalaya, and I've like I like that food, but I've never been to New Orleans. And you drink that coffee, don't you? Big Easy Bold, yeah, that. Yeah, Big Easy Bold, yes, from uh, Emerald Lagasse. That's correct. That's the now, Jeff. If this doesn't stop 
after 10 or 15 minutes because I'm not sure of the time on this file. And, and uh, actually, I look at it, it goes for about 16 minutes, Bill. Oh, okay, because I couldn't edit it for some reason. I couldn't do what I normally do with them, so I couldn't do anything with it. So we want to thank the folks on YouTube, the, the providers of this. You know who they are, Jeff, that do this? Oh, yes, I do know. I, I, I have a lot of stuff from him. He, he does a lot of stuff from the South. Yeah, so we've got it now, and you're going to like it. If you remember 19, I remember being there in 72 in New Orleans, or near there. So here Rock, we go. You were in Little Rock. I was I, in diapers. I was in Panama. Ooh, I just got signed out. Huh. Wait a minute. There we are. Was that your senior trip in Panama City? Yeah. Senior trip in yep. Panama City. And we yep. were more interested in what we could imbibe in alcohol and girls. That's all we were interested in. But I did take a radio. That's all I cared about. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. take a radio. I had to take a radio. I always took a radio. Yes. So. Me too. Here we go. Nothing ever changes. The search for House Majority Leader Hale Boggs and his party has shifted from Alaska's Juneau area to the vicinity of Sitka. Jim Stewart show who loves and drinks and I'll show you dead air for the next five hours. Well, honey me, what he wants to be. I think he looks great walking around on all fours. Uh, well, let me see. Are we ready for the group? Or is, is the group ready? The group's ready. Okay, stand by, folks. You can hear a real intro. And just stand. There are two leading brands of aspirin. There certainly are. And St. Joseph aspirin is one of them. Wichita lineman Ben Campbell at 26 and a half minutes now past the hour at 10 in the morning. W-N-O-B-I-O. Okay, then jump in the brown bag. 10-6-0-W-N-O-B-I-O. Hey, great day for birds. Great day for grooving. Great day, Monday, October 23. Rascal's young. On a Sunday afternoon. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's a great tune. Three, three stars of the 50s who had, uh, well, two of the top, one top uh, three tunes in the nation. 
you go ahead. And no way for me. Fairly cloudy through tomorrow. Mild days with a high today and tomorrow in the upper 70s. A little cooler tonight with a low near 60. Variable winds becoming north to northeastly, 8 to 18 miles per hour through tomorrow. And we have about 76 degrees downtown New Orleans. 10 Sidekick. I don't know who that is, but that was a very nice card. I got a letter once. Ten six oh, Howard Cosell. Hello again, everyone. This is Howard Cosell speaking of sports. All of you should be relieved this morning. Major League Baseball has been put to rest. It's only a matter of months. They'll be back. And you'll be reading the great news out of the spring training camps about how this year Moa is going to look at more pitches, how DeRocha is going to make Houston hustle, and the rest of that garbage. But for now, it's all over. And Oakland has won the world championship. And in a strange way, I became a rooter in this World Series, which I don't often do. I was rooting for Oakland to win this series because it seems to me it had become necessary to establish, in fact, that for all of those people of prior centuries, at least in terms of their thinking, it became necessary, as I said, to establish that times have changed and that you can really be a great athlete and wear a mustache or grow a beard. And that, it seems to me, is the big lesson of the World Series. You can really be a great athlete and wear a mustache because the Oakland Athletics shall forever be known as the mustachioed ones. This is a far cry from all those years ago when Frenchie bought a gray of the then Brooklyn Dodgers sought to wear a mustache and they made him shave it off. Yes, details, you know them all by now, but Gene Tennis deserved the most valuable player award in the series that he got with his four home runs and his nine runs batted in. I'll get to the incredible events of the National Football League yesterday in just 60 seconds.
folks. That limp, I'll tell you, it's not going to be with you. <laughs> Mr. Big is back. <laughs> folks, come on back. I know you're out there. W-N-O-E. up and pay attention. We have the Vogues with us. Ten minutes past high noon. Jim Stewart here and welcome. Okay there. Well, it's a beautiful tune and every time this tune is played I, you know, you gotta dance. Da, 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 you gotta dance. I had my choice today between dancing with the fat engineer, the elevator operator who can repair and the Arkin attendant who sprang John Paul's head. So what could I took the fat engineer? If I don't, he pouts. Just a minute, just a minute. All right, group, tell him. And uh, don't try to get to me today, uh, girls, because I've got the boiling oil right here at the windows, and uh, we'll just tilt it right on your head. Don't try to climb up the walls. Your grandmother's veil on your hair. Your father's mustache. Your gown, a confection of seed pearls and lace. The bridesmaids, beautiful. This is Bill Withers. Excuse me. Do the thing, do do. That's a beautiful relationship. Probably cloudy through tomorrow, mild days, and a high today, which would be a bad day to be high. And tomorrow in the upper 70s, a little cooler tonight, with a low near 60 variable winds becoming north to northeastly 8 to 18 miles per hour uh, this afternoon through tomorrow. North, northeast winds at 8 miles an hour and 78 degrees downtown New Orleans. We have a Monday, October 23rd. We have a love you jingle. N-O-E, love you, Jefferson Parish. When's the last time you heard of a nice hoo 1958 hoo crew cuts. 76 degrees north wind, out 8 miles an hour. Partly cloudy through tomorrow, mild days with a high today and tomorrow in the upper 70s. And a little cooler tonight with a low near 60. Variable winds becoming north to northeasterly, 8 to 18 miles per hour this afternoon through tomorrow. This is Dave Train. One thing about this election is pretty certain. We are going to re-elect President Nixon. Let's see now. We have 27. Would you like to hear another boom? Uh, boom, boom, boom. I always like this one little extra boom, boom, boom. For a lot of people out there. Uh, you all, you know, a lot of people, you just don't really, I gotta go. In 1961, Jackie Wilson recorded this, and we're happy about it. Darling, coming on back to you. Look out now. To my darling. 27 minutes before the hour of 1 o'clock. This is Monday, October 23, and this is the Jim Stewart Show. We have some temperatures around the state. Well, here we are at the high school prom, and oops, there's my elbow in the punch bowl again. Look at the wettest elbow in high school. Experience, traumatic experience there. I, I told this beautiful girl she was the homecoming queen. And I said, beautiful homecoming queen, I can't give you diamonds or furs, or jewelry, or estates, or stables, but I can give you my heart, my love, dedication. She turned to me and said, shove off! Shove off Buster, if I remember. No, and you don't try to buy my freedom with some promise made of gold. Yeah, it was. Shove off Buster, that's what it was. That for you, my door stays open, and our love becomes a simple two-way street. Oh, she 
show up with Australia. Okay, gentlemen, my mind right here on NOE. That's Patty Page. You know that every night's a golden Odin weekend on NOE, and each Wednesday, 9 to 9.30 p.m., Wiser Detectives and Security, 3224 St. Claude Avenue, Blue Flame, Inc., 1627 Metairie Road, Metairie, and New Orleans Body and Fender Works, 3100 Josephine Street. Bring you the Prater Progress. That's Wednesdays, 9 to 9.30 p.m. When Rockin' Horse Ranch, private... The old ranch. Hey, yeah, walk. Uh, private school of 745 Alloy Avenue in Metairie. Five Point Cafe, 640 Bounty Street. Oh, gee, I love the ranch. I spent some of the greatest days of my life at the ranch. All get together, offer you a chance to win. A $50 U.S. savings bond on NOE. What's old in New Orleans? John Paul's jokes as well. W-N-O-E. Many news. American Contemporary Radio, I'm Joe Templeton in Washington. Independent sources in Saigon say there possibly could be a ceasefire in Vietnam around Election Day. Hi, baby. Don't get hooked on me. Mac Davis in song. 16 now before 1 o'clock. Jim Stewart here. Welcome. Go 13 now before the hour of 1 o'clock. You broke his heart. Yeah, well. And made him cry. Oh, well, I didn't know. And he's been blue since then. Well, I don't know. Now he's found somebody new. And you want him back again. Mr. Tony Bennett. For all we know, the Carpenters. 10 6 There we go, Jeff. Wow. Yeah. He was certainly a different kind of radio announcer. I will, t- I will tell you that much. <laughs> he was different. I've, I've heard him before somewhere else. I want to say when I lived in Louisiana, he worked at WTIX around 81 or so. He might have uh, WT- He might have stayed there in the country 10 days because he was with that with them for since the, way back in their top 40 days. And I was okay, so unhappy when they... Then, yeah. I was I'm interested a, I was, in what they did musically. I mean, they they, they were just yeah. kind of all over the road with their oldies. I mean, yeah, they heard they stuff from the 50s, stuff from the 60s. It was just... Yeah, they were not... I expected them to be a top 40 station. That was not a top 40 station. Yeah, that was after they mellowed it down, I think. And they, I think that was a like lot. 69 or 70. And I was so unhappy when they mellowed it down. But they redeemed themselves oh, yeah. and they became real rock 1060 a few years later. They were <laughs> screamers, so. Uh, but, but it was a different kind yeah. of radio station, and they, they probably it had was. their following. I, I I really don't know much about them, but he was definitely he was definitely different. I mean, yeah, I've, he's he's one of a kind. I don't think I've ever heard an announcement quite well, the like whole, it. I mean, yeah. The whole setup, the whole format was different. I mean, they had jingles that uh, were customized to the parishes and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yep. And by the way, those jingles were sung by the Jody Lyons singles. Those are the same people that did more solid rock WLS. That's the same jingle company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell that. And you could tell. I mean, it's kind of just like them. So, it, hmm. yeah, that was no surprise. And, and yeah, they had a great signal, too. Like, especially daytime, you could get them all over southern Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, southeast Texas. They had a great, they had a great signal. Yeah, they so, were the... Second best New Orleans signal in the Houston and Galveston area. Yeah, Second. Lafayette. They were number. Yeah, they're probably best, number two in Lafayette. Better. Yeah, I was going to say TIX might have been a little bit better than 1060, but they were close. I like TIX. They used to be the they used to be the old store Todd store station, and I I've always liked those stations. QAM, TIX, oh, yeah. 
KOMA in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, it goes on and on. Hey, Bill, how about if we go to uh, Philadelphia, the city of Bro- I'm in the mood for a Philadelphia cheesesteak sandwich, but Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> you want a snack. You, want, you don't want one of those sandwiches. You want something sweet. Like a big pie or something like that, That's don't you? That's probably true. To go with that easy, bold coffee you drink. Bla- those black and white cookies, those are the vanilla chocolate oh, those cookies. Are, those yeah. are awesome. Those are just they awesome. Are. Jeff, you yeah. should have been at the. You should have been at our fair today. They had the pie eating contest. Jeff could have won. I will, I will leave that to you, Perry. <laughs> now, if it'd been peas or beans or something, Jeff might have frowned on it or mashed potatoes. Oh, Jeff no, would have but. <laughs> Cheesecake, he might be all over it. Oh, I love cheesecake, but I, I'm not a big fan oh, of, yeah. uh, of peas. I'm not a fan of lima beans or mashed potatoes. French fries, good. Oh. Um, uh, uh, green beans, okay. But um, uh, corn is okay, but I'm not a big veggie person. And salad's okay. but You know, as right I now. get a little older, French fries well, don't taste as good. As... Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's right, you are learning. <laughs> it's all Jeff Radio. Oh, I also like pizza. But I also like pizza as well. So, Yeah, it's all Jeff Radio. Pizza so, and beer. We're taking notes. Thank you, Bernie. Yeah. Just right, to leave right. my chapter out, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I, there's nothing I can say about this, Jeff, but... Well, I just wanted to say you. that it all FM really changed in 1966, because that was the year that the FCC ruled that AM stations and FM stations had to separate their programming if they were owned by the same company. There were, there were some exceptions... Uh, if you were a daytime station on AM, you didn't have to worry about it. Like uh, w, uh, WJJD didn't have to worry about it because they went off the air. And you know, stations like uh, WLIB AM in New York City and their FM, when they went on the air, they didn't, they didn't have to worry about it but, but because they were separate. Now, that doesn't mean that AM stations and FM stations didn't separate. In 1964, WABC-FM separated from its AM component with a, with a programming of classical and jazz uh, during the weekdays. They called it a fine arts station. And which is what the FCC originally conceived FM to be, with cultural programming. Well, that didn't really work out. <laughs> but, but this AM station, WIPAM, had WMMR-FM. And the MMR-FM was probably, and we know, was an MOR station originally. And they still had some holdovers from the MOR days with the jingles. WMMR standing for Metro Media Radio. So I think you'll enjoy this. It's a different kind of album rock format, something you would never hear today. So Bernie will have time for a six-pack during this one. So here we go. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, though. Yeah. This is going to be good. I am, too. Here we go. Yeah. Start drinking, Bernie. One, two, three. Raise your bottle. This week in my Classic Airject segment, we're doing something very, very different. We're traveling to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WMMR-FM from April 23rd, 1969. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Dave Herman, and he called this show the Marconi Experiment. WMMR-FM was one of the early adopters of progressive rock or album rock. On this week's show, Dave Herman is exploring the music of the Beatles. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WMMR-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania from April 23rd, 1969. On this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Herman here on the Marconi Experiment at WMMR, Metro Media Stereo in Philadelphia. Of George Harrison's in 
probably his best. Of course, uh, Paul and John have contributed the overwhelming portion of material to the Beatles. The first thing that the Beatles ever recorded that George Harrison wrote wasn't until 1963 when the first George Harrison song appeared on an album, a song called Don't Bother Me in the With the Beatles album. 1964 passed without uh, anything on records that George wrote. Then in 1965, there were two songs in the film Help that George wrote, one called I Need You and another called You Like Me Too Much. Then on the Rubber Soul album, George wrote Think for Yourself. A couple of things on the Revolver album, like Taxman. And then, of course, uh, Within You, Without You, one of George Harrison's most beautiful compositions appearing on the Sgt. Pepper album. And then on the double LP, The Beatles, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, contributed by Mr. Harrison. But probably the most ambitious writing effort that George Harrison involved himself with was around the same time that he wrote Within You, Without You. During some time that he was spending in India when the Beatles were involved very much with the Maharishi. He wrote the score of a film called Wonderwall. The album wasn't released until about a year after he wrote the music. But there are some beautiful things on George Harrison's Wonderwall album. Here's a track that features Eric Clapton on guitar and Ringo Starr on the drums. Listed under the personnel on the album cover is Eddie Clayton instead of Eric Clapton. And uh, Ringo has a pseudonym as well. From George Harrison's Wonderwall album. This is called The Party Seacomb. <laughs> Seacone from George Harrison's Wonderwall LP. There's an album due out shortly, which will be the second album that George Harrison composed and put together by himself, and it'll be an album of electronic music on a new uh, subsidiary label that Apple is forming called Zapple Records. Zapple. And there'll be an album of electronic music coming out shortly, again from George Harrison. In just a minute, we will discuss the Beatles' period when they involved themselves with drugs and with the Maharishi, and we'll be getting to that in just a second. All of the Beatle music that you're hearing on the program tonight and all this week here at WMMR is available at the Wellington Car Stereo Centers, all of them, all around the greater Delaware Valley area. And any Beatle stereo tape cartridge all this week on sale for just $3.84. That's right, all the capital Beatles tapes, just three eighty-four, And they've got all the heavies, Sgt. Pepper, the Bashful Mystery Tour, the Yellow Submarine, Help, Rubber Soul, Yesterday and Today. Revolver, everything's happening as far as the Beatles are concerned at the Wellington Car Stereo Centers. And all this week, to help celebrate the first anniversary of the Marconi experiment, they're selling them at just $3.84, with more than 15 great Beatles stereo tapes available. This week only, at any Wellington Car Stereo Center, only $3.84. Wellington Car Centers on City Line Avenue, 69th Street, Route 13 in the Levittown, Bristol area, the new center on Route 45 in Woodbury, opposite McDonald's, one at 18th in Cheltenham, and they're all open six nights a week. The 
world champion Detroit Tigers face the Phillies in the 21st Annual Junior Baseball Federation Game. The date is Monday, May 5th at Connie Mack Stadium. To remember uh, when you talk about the Beatles, although their music started happening in 1961, that the union between John and Paul went back to 1956 when the two of them first met and started fiddling around with music together. They picked up George Harrison a year or two later, also in the late 50s. And the drummer with the band originally was Pete Best. So by the time 1956 or 1966 rolled around, which was the end of all the Beatlemania and all the touring that the Beatles had been doing, they really had spent about 10 years together, living kind of a communal life and living almost the same life. They were still each other's greatest friends. They were still going to record together, but as individuals, they felt it was time to look for a separate identity. And it was really the youngest Beatle of all, George, who got them started on a different kind of a track back then in 1956 when George left England with his wife and went to India. George's passion for Indian music, Indian religion, and Indian philosophy started to grow, and he was sending word back home to his fellow Beatles about this incredible new insight that he was starting to learn. And it was then that drugs first came into the Beatles' life. Now, the Beatles had uh, been taking pet pills of varying strengths ever since the Hamburg days. And they had occasionally a marijuana cigarette, as other people have a drink, because none of the Beatles drink. None of them do, apart from a little wine with a meal now and then. George and John were first introduced to LSD through a dental friend. That was in 1965, and they didn't realize it. It was kind of slipped to them. But later on, George said, it was as if I'd never tasted, talked, seen, thought, or heard properly before. He said, for the first time in my life, I wasn't conscious of ego. It was because of that experience that George went to India and then was followed by the rest of the Beatles. And they, too, got very much involved in things Indian, both mystical, religious, philosophic, and musically. It was then that they met the Maharishi, the Maharishi Yogi, and spent about all close to a year in India studying and meditating with him. At the conclusion of their journey in India, the Beatles wrote a song about the Maharishi. Yogi, the Fool on the Hill, and then Dear Prudence. Our thanks to McGraw-Hill, the publishers of Hunter Davies' book of the authorized biography of the Beatles, called The Beatles, and selling widely and on sale now, for all of the information that we are sending your way during these five nights of the Beatles Festival. Just to get it on the record, we thought you might be interested in the uh, list of the albums that have been released in the United States. The first LP to be released by the Beatles was in 1964 by VJ Records, an album called Introducing the Beatles. But all of the material on that LP was subsequently introduced, or rather uh, re-recorded and re-released by Capitol Records. 
In June of 1964, United Artists released the album of the music of A Hard Day's Night film. Also in January of 1964, six months before the Hard Day's Night movie, the first Capitol LP called Meet the Beatles. In April 64, the Beatles' second album is what it was called. And towards the end of 1964, an album called Something New. In November 1964, a documentary album was released called The Beatles' Story, On Stage with the Beatles. In 1965, there were three albums released, Beatles 65, The Early Beatles, which was some of the things that they had done back in 63, that didn't come out in the United States until March of 65. And then in June 65, Beatles 6. And then in August 65, only three months later, the album Help was released. And then at the end of the year, December of 1965, Rubber Soul. 1965 was the year that more new music by the Beatles was released than in any other year. In June 1966, Capitol released Yesterday and Today. In August 66, the Revolver album came out, which was a complete departure from anything that they had done. And then in June of 1967, almost a full year later, they revolutionized the direction that popular music was taking in the world with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. In November of 1967, the Magical Mystery Tour album was released. In 1968, a fantastic double LP called The Beatles. And the next Beatle album has been promised for June, but I think that you uh, would be more correct if you uh, figured its release for July. So we should be getting something new from the Beatles in just a few more months. The beautiful Beatles Festival with Herman here on WMMR. And we are concluding our second of 20 hours. Listening to part one of the beautiful Beatles Festival, Herman here on the Marconi Experiment at WMMR, Metro Media Stereo in Philadelphia. 400 cycles per second, reference 871867, recorded at ultrasonic operating level. And this is the Vanilla Fudge. who have always used Beatle material quite generously in their repertoire and take it to ride. In just a minute, the first recording ever made by the Beatles. Back to Hamburg, Germany in 1961. And we'll make that trip in just a minute. Support the work of Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Buy daisies on Daisy Days, May 7, 8, 9, and 10. When I was born, I had no head, but I was single, and my body was filled with light. And the light that I was was, was the, the light, light that, that I saw by. And the light that I saw by was the light that I was. And many's the time that I passed by the river and saw no tollman and needed no ferryman to cross. And 
that I enjoyed the world aright. For the sea itself floweth, and warm I was and closed. string band and they'll be here in philadelphia to be witnessed live this sunday at 8 p.m at philadelphia's academy of music in Liverpool, and then somebody who ran a nightclub in Hamburg, Germany, heard them, saw the reaction to the people, and invited the Beatles to Hamburg, Germany, where they became even more popular than they were in Liverpool, playing in Hamburg. Here is a recording made in those days, back in 1961. This features John Lennon on the vocal, George Harrison and Paul McCartney on guitars, and Pete Best on the drums. Pete, shortly after these recordings were made, were replaced by, was replaced by Ringo Starr. So here is the first record that the Beatles ever made. One more recording from 1961. This is an instrumental that Harrison, George Harrison, and John Lennon wrote, which is an unusual combination. George Harrison and John Lennon wrote this song called Cry for a Shadow, recorded by the Beatles in Germany in 1961, an instrumental thing. Shadow, George Harrison and John Lennon's composition, Vintage 1961, and we span the years to 1968. Check. WMMR FM from April 23rd, 1969, and the radio announcer Dave Herman. Dave Herman would ultimately leave WMMR and move to New York City, working at radio station WABC FM. Later, he moved to WNEW FM, and finally, when he ended his career, he was working at radio station WXRK FM in New York City as well. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, 
water, let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hating option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I, love it. I thought you would like it. it was, that was what album rock actually sounded like back then. It was not yeah, what it was. Loops, which it, yeah. And, Used to uh, listen to Did you listen to uh, the stations in Houston? I know they, they had album right. rock then. Yeah, we had, in Dallas, we had KNUS. We also had KFAD. Uh, and uh, they were cool stations to listen to. Now, Dave Herman was also part of that network of stations where... Uh, Tony Pig was part of it. Dave Herman was part of it. Yes, it was the J. love J. format. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was and, part of that, that along with Brother John and uh, the whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yep. Very, very yep. good radio announcer. Um, and uh, if you, what can I tell you? It was uh, I, I never heard that when I found this air check. I, I, I said this is like gold because I, I have never found oh, air yeah. checks of WMMR out there on the on the on the web. And when I found this, I said I've got to get it. So I had and it put it in my memory. We didn't but, have anything like that in Indianapolis back in the late 60s and early 70s, except bootleg radio. But uh, anytime I'd go anywhere, Chicago or wherever, I'd seek those stations out because I loved I loved the music. I loved the approach. It was just, just totally for me yeah. at the time. And, and it's unusual the because I, I, went, I went to Syracuse in 1972 to go to college, and there was not one top 40 station on the air in Syracuse at that time. It was just... And the FM band was like was like, was like empty. I think they, I think by seventy three they got one top forty station, and they had country station, but and easy listening stations and some religious stations. But that was it. It was really boring radio when I, when I first got there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but San Antonio, ninety nine five Kiss came in seventy, but uh, and of course Kellwell and Houston I think came out in seventy. Yeah, and like Gary yeah. the one. Yeah. And but I mean, mm-hmm. so it came a lot earlier yeah, than any yeah, but what I thought it was interesting because I mean, just as interesting because I discovered it, a cool, you know, album rock radio, and that's what I listened to a lot in the late seventies, eighties. I can tell the difference even from like sixty nine to seventy nine because by nineteen seventy nine, album rock stations did not have jingles; they just had the well, San Antonio's home of rock and roll. Ninety nine five kids. Ours yeah. uh, did not. KNUS or neither KNUS or KVD. Well, both James. Metro Media stations in, in uh, that that I got to hear WMMR FM in, in Philly and WNEW FM in New York had jingles. They did not last long, uh, yeah. but they, mm-hmm. but and the WMMR jingles that were those were done by Sandy and Green, and they were the same jingles that did WNEW AM and WIPAM in Philadelphia. I was surprised that they were still using them as late as 1969. Yeah, they, they definitely were. didn't fit. Yeah. No. no, but I. I I think they didn't want to. They, they they still wanted to keep that sophisticated image, um, which which WNEW did as well. Before they went progressive rock, they separated and they had an all females doing easy listening or middle of the road music. And gradually that easy listening changed and it became more and more progressive rock. And gradually, with the exception of Nell Bassett and Allison Steele, all the females were gone. And they had Scott Muting and Jonathan Schwartz and. And you, the rest is history. But it, but it was an interesting time in radio. Oh, what yeah. I loved about album, album rock radio back then, also in the 70s and even in the 80s, 
they would do like album sides. They would play whole yeah, or yeah. like in San Antonio, they did the Sunday night six pack where they would play six albums all the way through. And yeah, you could say, Hey, do, yeah. you want to yeah. hear, do I want to go buy this album? Cause, and they were doing that as late as 1988 in San Antonio. still. I mean, which, wow. they were one of the last ones still doing it and they, they did it. But yeah, you could decide, do I want to go buy that album? Do I not? Mm, yeah. And they, but well, I love things like we, that. We yeah. had, and, uh, there was a station down in Orlando somewhere that uh, would let you know when they were going to start it, so you could tape it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I and, and you know that that got the ire of the record labels. You know at that yeah, point. Yeah, the old uh, Q one or two in Dallas used to have the midnight special, or I think it was called the midnight no the midnight snack. They they play an album every night. Yeah. And, and I, I yeah. And they, what, what, 10, they finally years. they finally had to stop it. They didn't stop it completely, but they would only play a side of an album at one point because, uh, the, like yeah. I said, the record WNAP, companies. WNAP yeah. used to have the twenty fifth hour, and they would do it at uh, midnight every night, and they would generally play a new album all the way through. And a lot of times, what they would do is they would segue it so closely each song that it would be tough to record it because it, yeah. you know, you'd be playing it for your friends and you'd hear the next song start over the end of the other one. And so they, they or like try to yeah. tighten it up. Like, like on Kiss, sometimes they would talk between several of the songs, even on the album, they would talk, say, you're listening to uh, Metallica, Ride the Lightning. You know, they would talk and run it, run it through. And, you know, yeah, just no, kind of keep it. didn't, they'd run them. But then later they would uh, they were segued much closer. But in the early years of that, yeah. they just ran. Them. That's well, funny. Sean you know, does his album rock voice. Have you heard that? Yeah, I just heard it. Yeah, we, we yeah. Just album heard rock. It. Well, I'm glad yeah, you liked it, guys. I'm glad you guys. I wasn't sure how it would uh, how it would come over, but I, I, I'm glad you oh guys. Oh my god, liked it. I had to stay for that. I couldn't wait. That was great. No, I mean, that was not good. only that, but like the Beatles. The Beatles are my favorite group of all time, you know, next to this group here in this room. But, you know, other than oh, that, oh, this is this group went sent down. <laughs> yeah. just, and Perry's our favorite producer. Oh. <laughs> and, and Sean's going to be our favorite album rock guy. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. The worldwide legend. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, how about we do some gambling in Vegas? Because that's what I want to play the slot. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's hope the storm yeah. stays away. We're in the middle of a, a nice little Florida storm. And you know what's happened on here before. <laughs> we do. Oh, yeah. We've been, oh, yeah. We've been there, done that before. Boom, boom. No, it's not lightning. No, as your power goes, but we'll see. Anyway, we're well protected, I think. So thanks to the panel. Thanks for everyone. You guys always do a bang-up job, and we'll see you next week, and who knows what what I'll steal from Jeff again. You know what I mean? You're welcome. You're welcome. It might be real good. Here we go. And, Tim, it's going to be about nine minutes. So you might want to run a spot towards the top of the hour. So here you go, buddy. 
For this week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're going to listen to radio station KBGS-FM. The station is owned and operated by Beasley Media, and you're going to hear the morning show on this radio station, hosted by Sean and Amy. And what can you say about this morning show? Well, I guess the only thing I can say about this morning show, it is a family-friendly show. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy Sean and Amy on radio station KBGS-FM from Las Vegas, Nevada, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Hi, this call is being recorded. My name is Chanel. I'm calling to speak with... Miriam Gonzalez. This is actually a radio station. All right, sir, I do apologize, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too. 1027 BGS, Amy and Sean, what do you got coming up in the news? We're the Valley of Champions. Henderson, you're next. Details coming up. We were good. 94,000 acres. They have an idea when the fire will be done. York Fire, that thing, and the smoke has died down, yeah. which is great. Uh, 63% contained. It bumped up from 34 yesterday to 63. Uh, expected to be fully contained by the 14th. So I guess when they uh, fully contained means, all right, this is not going to spread any further mm-hmm. than now. So we'll see. There should maybe get an update over the next uh, couple hours, and yeah. we'll let you know what that update is. Meanwhile, Durango Casino lit up its marquee officially yesterday, and the opening date emblazoned upon the screen. November 20th, 2023. Southwest finally gets a casino to call its own. It is the only casino within a five-mile radius. Wow. They're going to clean up. Yep. <laughs> They're going to clean up. Do you play? Do you do you gamble at all? Yeah, I used to. We yeah. don't really go to casinos too much anymore, but yeah, we used to. What's your uh, what's your poison? Um, I would play video poker for the most part. Love video Kino. poker. Yeah. You, there's no worse feeling than when the machine stabs you in the back and you go to hold the card and you're just you're so in the mode that you're just going quick and you hit you know you hit the button you heard it mm-hmm. it did not hold yeah and then you lost your straight i hate them yeah <laughs> so much uh 780 million dollars is property uh, let uh, back in 2006 i believe the red rock was a billion dollar property mm-hmm. this is 30 million over budget uh but man it's looking gorgeous and finally soon i'll be able to use durango as a road yeah uh, so bad so bad my goodness, it's brutal. Uh, once again, we find ourselves on top of a list we don't want to be on. Lake Mead officially takes the cake for the deadliest U.S. national park site. Really? In America, congratulations. We did it. We did it, everyone. Interesting. According to data from the Park Service, Lake Mead had 145 deaths between 2014 and 2021, with about a third of them being drownings. So mm-hmm. there's more than you would think could be like a vast majority. I guess not. Uh, Grand Canyon, a distant second at 97. So I mean, yeah, that makes sense. We're way ahead, yeah. way ahead of the game. And that's the ones we know about. Forget um, the barrels. There is a... Uh, in blue dress. Okay, I, I want to find out what, what um, lake this is. Uh, lake Lanier. Have you heard of it? Lake La- Lanier? Yeah, I think so, in Georgia. Okay. Um, and it's like, they they say that there's this, this woman who died there and she haunts people in this blue dress. A ton of people have seen her. Monica it's Lewinsky? Thing, you know, and and pe- a lot of people die in this lake and they attribute it to, to be, it being haunted by this woman. It's crazy. It's, it's, a, it's a really crazy story. And I think somebody just died there maybe a couple days ago. That's why it was top of mind for me, but okay. so weird. Is a crime, one of the crime podcasts? No, just a quick story. <laughs> Honest. Just so a nice little one. heartwarming story Listen. to get you ready on this Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
93.7 VGS's Very Good Summer. And this week, we have another way for you to win tickets and meet and greet passes to see Big Time Rush at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, August 12th. Just go to 1027VGS.com. Or download the 1027VGS app and enter to win your Big Time Rush tickets. Y'all ready? Free tickets. Free concerts. And a chance to meet Big Time Rush. From Las Vegas' new concert leader. We are 1027VGS. They both hate waking up early, just like you. Amy and Sean, 1027VGS. National Water Balloon Day, which is so fun, right? I mean, I feel like when we were kids, it was um, it was was a a lot harder. So you had less balloons, right? Because you had to take each one one balloon at a time. The the tiniest little nipple on the deal, you had to stretch it out and get the hole in. Yeah, so you had to tie it. Yeah, so it was either on the the hose or the sink, and then you filled up your big bucket. It took like two hours, so you savored the balloons. You didn't just like throw them. Now you go to Costco, you buy like 260 of them <laughs> with one with, fill yep, boom yep, self-sealing the the you hook it up to the hose and it gives you i think like 20 they drop in the bucket and and then in 10 seconds they're all over your your lawn and i i do think they're fun i absolutely think they're a blast the dog loves them the kids love them i absolutely hate them i hate picking up all of the, the rubber all over my lawn it doesn't go anywhere so it's not like oh the wind will take it or it'll disintegrate or you have to pick it up yeah and i can't stand it so i went as far as like to look up like who even invented something so stupid are you gonna go try to find me. them no well yeah, he he's not around anymore are but his name is yours edgar ellington is the one that invented them and he actually did it for like his feet he was <laughs> filling up latex socks with like um ointments or water or something latex to help his socks feet. Yeah, to help his feet do something, uh, he had some condition. And then, then they they were like, oh, let's have fun with these. Let's throw them all over the lawn and have moms and dads pick them up for four and a half hours after 20 seconds of fun. <laughs> so then I looked up who invented the reusable ones. Because if you don't have them, you must purchase them Wait, now. There's reusable Water There's balloons. reusable water balloons. My girlfriend Kate told me about them. She's like, you have to buy these. She's got three kids and they're magnetic. So they're rubber and then they've got like a little magnetic um, thing at the top. You fill them up, you shove them together and then you can throw them. They don't hurt. They break, you fill them back up and it comes with, I think they're like 20 for 20. So they're kind of expensive, but they're reusable. But they, yeah, Amazon so, predicts. I just typed in reusable. That was it. Yeah. Water balloons, number one answer. Mm-hmm. That's they sick. just came out last year, I believe. So you can celebrate um, water, National Water Balloon Day with the reusables because I'm telling you that if, if there is one 
toy, if you can consider it a toy, that I find extremely annoying, especially in the summer, is is definitely the water balloons. I, I don't know why I didn't think about doing this it really and is slapping bright. a patent on it. I honestly have no idea. This is straight up QVC. Yeah. You are loving this. <laughs> One, two, seven, VGS. Why you always in the mood? Yet. 1027 VGS Amy's update next. Cardi B in the clear? Maybe. We'll talk about that coming up next. Well, there you go. Morning radio is heard on KVGS FM in Las Vegas, Nevada, with the hosts Sean and Amy. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J E F F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another allthingsradio.net. Visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.